Hey, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Colin Campbell, and this is the show for musicians and music fans who want to understand the minds, methods, magic, mayhem, and money behind world-class music. Today's guest is Ruby Creek, Ben Riley, and Nova. Each have last names, but they went to go get coffee, and they'll be back probably before or after this recording. So, You'll, you'll get them if you go to Ruby Creek Official on Instagram and just check out Ruby Creek on all the platforms. I hope you're having a tremendous day and I hope you like this interview. Hey, listen, I don't have ads for the show. Please share it with your friends and family to build the community. That is a big favor and I appreciate it very much. Love you and I hope you're having a tremendous day. Take care for now. A couple months ago, I was scrolling the gram and I came across a video of a man reading Halloween puns, and it was you. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then randomly. Yeah, yeah, like the video, like the where, <laughs> like that video. <laughs> and then I where? met. Yeah. <laughs> and then I met you, and then we followed each other on Instagram. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's that guy. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. That's so funny. I like randomly stumbled upon it. That's awesome. <laughs> um, media is so weird. Mm-hmm. How it fucks with your mind. Yeah, you know you like you like meet people and you're like, hey, you're not a meme anymore. Right, like, right. Yeah. You immediately yeah. package you. Yeah, like, you actually exist. <laughs> so the video is so funny though. Cracked me up. Who's the most famous person you've ever met? Um, I've met Jake Bug. Jake uh, Bug. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's like a folk, a UK folk singer? Yeah. Um. Were you nervous? I was 16 and I had broken my collarbone so I was in a full body brace (laughs) (laughs) I love this story I used to go to concerts like I would go at 6am to wait outside so I could be in the front and so I did that for his concert and uh, he was doing an interview in the back and I was like waiting on the side of the building just watching him do this interview (laughs) so weird And then his, um, <coughs> like, one of his managers came over and, like, flagged me <coughs> flagged me to go towards him. And I was like, uh, me? So then I, like, met him at his bus. And he was just, like, introduced himself to me. And then he was like, I'm really hungry. Do you want to get burgers? What? And That's I was crazy. like, oh, uh, sure. So then we just went to, like, a burger joint right near Corona Theater. And me in this full brace. <laughs> and he was like, did you break your collarbone? God. I was like, yes. He's like, oh, I broke mine a while ago. That's how I know. Um, anyway, it was like a nice meeting. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, 16 and very keen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm trying to... I met... I hung out backstage with Honeymoon Suite when I was like nine. It's like a Canadian like dad rock band. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but it yes. was my. F- they're from Niagara Falls. Okay. They're really big. They like, play on the radio all the time still. And it was like my first favorite band. I had their cassette tapes and I would like jam out to them on my Walkman in my bedroom. <laughs> oh my God. And they played in my hometown. My mom was like partying in a hotel and they were there. And she was like, hey, my daughter loves you guys. And I went backstage and there's like pictures of me with them. That's I'm like sick. holding a beer with a thumbs up. It's like the lead <laughs> singer of Honeymoon <laughs> Suite. Let's go. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I, met, I met Haley Wickenheiser. 
That was cool. Wickenheiser. She's the um, like the Olympic hockey team. Oh, Canada okay. is oh, Olympic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. That was a horrible way of saying that, but. <laughs> 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 yeah. I've met, I've met Halfman Run twice. Oh, they're cool. really yeah. sick. Yeah, they're really <laughs> cool. Uh, just like at their gig, they were mm-hmm. signing stuff. Yeah. Um, that's not really a cool story. <laughs> it's an inch it's uh it's related though to the uh the meeting someone and like having an expectation and then oh it, that dude. right that so yeah yeah i've been burned by that yeah yeah i don't off the record i don't know if you guys know rising appalachia they're like an appalachian um band from the south it's like these two sisters leah and chloe before you say it, it's still on the right that's fine I'm not coming in. <laughs> that's <a> fine <laughs> okay. you're gonna put this on yeah this is on right? <laughs> so you can you can I choose won't. to opt out of the story or you can continue well yeah i mean i just love them i went to their show and then afterwards we we're in new zealand um my partner Nizam, my partner at the time and after the show we like went down to the ocean and like went into these sea caves and there was like glow worms and like birds and like sleeping baby penguins. And it was like super magical. It was like really cool. But I mean, you know, there was maybe some awkward interactions because I was like younger and mm. they, I don't know, they said some funny things. And I was like, oh, I kind of wish I didn't meet you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Some po- we'll leave that up to interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't what you expected. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I met uh, randomly uh, Brian Cranston. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't, I hadn't seen, uh, I forgot his name, okay. and I hadn't <laughs> seen Breaking Bad, and Breaking Bad was finished for like 10 years already, and I hadn't seen it. And I went into a cafe and sat down next to him, and I was like, this is that fucking guy. <laughs> and I was like, from the show, that show. Yeah. And then the whole time, I couldn't like pay attention to the meeting, and then someone <laughs> tapped on my tapped on me and it was him and, and he asked me to take a picture of him and his friend who looked like some important <laughs> yeah. dude in in la and uh in some cafe and then i was like and i i went like this i was like and i acted surprised and he fucking imitated me <laughs> he, imi- he 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 like called me out basically he did that he like made fun of me and then and then i was just like I love your art, dude. And he's like, thanks, man. <laughs> and it was just the, I, I st- I'm sweating, like, just thinking about it. I fucking hated the moment. <laughs> I actually don't want to meet my heroes. I yeah. desperately yeah. do, but also don't, because I feel like I'd just be such a loser. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah. Because, like, I don't want to fangirl. I don't want to, like, scream and cry. Yeah. Because I want to look cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want to embarrass myself like that. <laughs> I would probably just, like, be like, hey. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who you are. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even like you that much. <laughs> how did how did you guys meet? Where how did you guys come to be? I guess we Riley and I are the first mm-hmm. two. Okay. We've known each other the longest out of the three of us. Yeah. Okay. We were uh we met through a um a friend and then we are roommates. Uh, okay. We had it. We met each other once before moving in with each other. In in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you're all from BC, or where are you guys? Oh, I'm okay. I'm from Montreal. You're from Montreal. Yeah, I'm okay. from here. I'm okay. from New Brunswick. New Brunswick. So I had just moved here from New Brunswick and just like 
moved in with these two strangers <laughs> that I didn't know. And one of them was Riley. Yeah, and okay. here we are. <laughs> New Brunswick, Montreal. Ontario. Ontario. Yeah, Sudbury. I don't know why I thought BC. He has that look about you him. You guys all oh. have the BC It's probably vibe. the hair. Ben like and I met in BC. We did, yeah. Okay. I think I mentioned it at a show. Okay, maybe yeah. that's it. Yeah. 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 It's tree planting in Clinton. Ding! Yeah. What a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was fine. Yeah, lots of bugs. Not at that time of year. It was yeah. in the spring. Um it was very very technical stuff. We had to plant Can you tap on that mic? No, I'm not oh, getting sure. anything from that mic. It's coming up. It's coming out? Yeah, it's on the Why is it not It's not Oh, it's it's coming out, but I'm not hearing it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Monitor. Exactly. Fucking weird. Oh, is it because that it's it's because that eye. Sorry, dude. Yeah, it's fine. It's this. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is he hot? <laughs> Yo, I'm in this. Woo! <laughs> Baby. <laughs> yeah. So the R and the I need to be on. I see. It, the the I is something to do with the monitoring. Yeah. And the R is for record. I have no idea. Though. I was gonna suggest that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so tree planting. Oh, yes. It was uh we were planting places that forest fires had like ripped through. So it was the ground was very soft, but we had to plant on the northeast side of like dead trees. And there was only certain places that certain species could go. Like there's the pine goes in the open and the firs go not in the open and you wake up the next day and blow your nose and it's black yeah because all the all the soot from yeah. just like the dead burnt trees everywhere yeah yeah it's all pretty day. intense honestly like it was i only did it one year yeah so like you know your rookie year like it's a thing like you're struggling and it's hard and i was just like cold and alone in my tent all the time <laughs> like trying to plant trees um but yeah ben and i met there was like this cool um tent that they had set up there was like a, a heater in it and all this shit and they like set up instruments so it was like a jam tent at the tree planting camp and i was like i'm gonna make friends i'm gonna do it and i just like got drunk and then you, walked in get over here you're <laughs> my friend now exactly i walked much. into this tent and i was like play lightning crashes i'm gonna sing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had a little battery powered amp and everything yeah it was cool Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it was because I was playing the chords to one of my songs, but I played it like differently back then, oh, and, and it I sounded slowed like it down, it. and it sounded like lightning crashes. And she started singing it, and I was amazed that like she's got a very low voice, and the beginning of that song, it's very like lightning crashes, and old mother dies, and it's like <laughs> she was hitting the notes perfectly, and I was just like, who the who are you? <laughs> Did you bring your own? guitar out there or you yeah playing? yeah okay yeah, i always bring a beater right yeah me too do you still do it the tree planting yeah tree planting maybe okay it's always on the horizon yeah just for like you because you like it Can I, uh, and the money mostly the money mo most of the money yeah because yeah. dishwashing I, doesn't doesn't always cut it yeah <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about how the band yeah. came to fruition yeah so you guys you okay what's the <laughs> timeline there someone someone take it away okay yeah so i was leaving i had sprained my wrist mm -hmm. at the end of the season so i had to leave and as i'm getting in the truck nova's nova kind of calls me over and she's like i 
I live in Montreal. Let's summon. be friends. I was yeah. summoned. Yes. <laughs> like, be my friend in Montreal. I was like, okay. And then season ends. We start playing music together. Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, what, that was, that would have been December. Okay. Yeah, it was a year ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then th- Riley was like this idea also on the horizon <laughs> that yeah. Nova kept talking about. Because we had always had plans to make music together. Yeah. Uh, like that started when we were living together. We like both did music. We n- never like really jammed together. I was also like never home. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was always this like this kind of dream. Like we were always like, oh, yeah, one day like we'll make music together. So then they were jamming and started writing. All the while I was writing my own stuff and then sharing it with Nova and we were just passing our stuff back and forth. And then uh, they got asked um, to open for this act called Apicalda, who is like an emerging artist and she's amazing, go listen to her. Um, (laughs) And yeah, that was kind of the gig that really like lit us on fire. Like it was that gig that like Nova reached out to me and was like, hey, we have a gig, like let's be a fucking band, let's Mm -hmm. do this thing. And that was in April of this year. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so we had had a month. We, it was, I think it was, at, yeah, three weeks before the gig. Yeah. yeah. It was our first time all playing together, the three of us, like right before opening for Apicalda. And we pulled it together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. I also like, it's crazy to me that I've only known you since April. Yeah, that's messed it's up. It's so wild. Anyway, <laughs> when it works, it works. Yeah. Chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, Dude, the the j- the jams are so uh, like I said, beautiful and haunting. That Thank what's you. the song that ends in as? If I were as. If I were as. Uh, if I were as. Yeah, dude, it's that a newest song. Fucking makes me cry and like pontificate on life. Yeah, it's a really good Thank song. You. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we wrote that this fall. It's like the most gratifying song harmony wise yeah. to sing mm-hmm. yeah. like oh we come in on that that like the first harmony it's like butter yeah. on your body can you do it right <laughs> now just just that one part <laughs> like not no lyrics but just like no lyrics or not like you know the first like if it mm-hmm. if it was like hey i'm gonna play a song and you have to guess what it is right. if I <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Come on, Ben. We need you. <laughs> it was a little, little higher. It was. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to uh, do. Yeah, I don't know if that was actually. I don't know if that was represented. It's like <laughs> these guys are great. One. Cut that first one. I'm I just a low There are no cuts. Flat. There are no cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I gotta God. say that in the pre-frame because uh, I don't want the infrastructure to edit anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just have but to I'm say not. it so that people know that I wasn't proud of it. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, but we can. We'll we'll hook up the mics and you can perform it. Here. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay, yeah, we yeah. need redemption. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so like what just happened with Ben helping me saying that was higher. It's like so us. He's yeah. always like helping me tune my banjo, and he's like, mm, "Do it 
it's like this. I'm like, okay, got it. <laughs> it's like helps me out so much. And then I just dog it anyway. <laughs> no. You're, you're basically the drummer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a drummer that plays the banjo. I was like, what's an instrument that is that has a drum <laughs> on it? <laughs> it does. It does. I was like, don't want to be a drummer. Yo, that is so fun- funny that s- someone was like, I need this thing. And then they're like, and then they made the banjo. <laughs> yeah, what? The origins of that instrument are crazy. It's so Yeah, old. like gourds. Yeah, gourds. exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's I such an old instrument. Yeah. What's a, it's, a, it's like a like, pumpkin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. there's, and then like. Gorgeous. Um, yeah, they hollow it out. <laughs> and then it started being like animal skins, stuff like that. Yeah. Very like um, rubbery sounding. Mm-hmm. There were no because like I think it was like animal sinew or something for the strings like way back in the day. It's very they they still make some of them like that now. It's very. It's such a distinct sound. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, what's the? I I haven't got to read your lyrics, but what are some of the kind of themes and what have you? Uh, let's start with theme or like mm. vibe. I understand the vibe, but themes of songs that you've got. Like, if you want to go through some yeah. of the songs that you've got and kind of talk about them, it's, there's a lot of that. nature. Yeah. Yeah. Lots yeah. of um, elements. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a lot of um, nature. It's it's also really interesting because we all write, um, and I feel really lucky that it we're able to write together yeah. Yeah, so cohesively very similar. yeah and we all bring something like we're all coming from a bit of a different place but they all like live amongst each other really yeah. easily and well like i write a lot about grief because last year my um my mother passed away so that's like a huge theme in all my writing mm-hmm. right now but a lot of like a lot of nature but i like we have this new song coming out called Root Rot. Um, and that's like has nature elements, but a lot of like like dirt and worms and like decay. rot. Yeah, and like decay. metaphors, yeah. like using it as a metaphor. So. Yeah. Um, so I write a lot about like death and mental health and Honestly, sadness. same. Yeah. Same. <laughs> a lot of like in, in an abstract way, like cycles of like death and rebirth mm-hmm. sort of. Not not like as literal, or yeah, not as literal as that. But yeah, and even sometimes just like of of a relationship or a situation, not even mm-hmm. necessarily just like from living to dead, but like the beginning of something and the mm-hmm. end of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Second Wind is really about like a complex relationship. So mm-hmm. yeah, and like the imagery is like a vessel to to mm-hmm. portray exactly, that idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, my style of writing isn't really like it's not obvious. The song is really if someone listens to it, they could relate to it in any way that mm-hmm. they want to, that you don't have to have gone through exactly what I went through to relate to the song. Mm-hmm. Once I explained a song to someone and they were like, I had no idea that that's what that was about. Yeah. But I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel the same way. Like really, uh, it's pretty hard if, uh, at all to even c- comprehend what someone's experiencing as an artist when they are writing something mm-hmm. like yeah. to really absorb that because you're like uh you're listening to it in the context of whatever's going on in right. your own life 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the cool thing about art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how many, uh, d- have you ever seen the, those, uh, those interviews of like Thin, not Thin Lizzy, it's not Thin Lizzy, but it's like this 80s r- rock and roller who was being taken into court for uh, like satanic lyrics. Oh God. And then like by these hardcore conservative, uh, like Is it the singer of Twisted Sister? Twisted Sister. Wow, what the hell? What that guy? That He's, guy. He rocked that. Yeah, he did. That was so cool. He just what turned a badass. It, what a badass. He was badass. like so intelligent at all of his research. He just walked in there confidently and slammed him. And in his gear <laughs> awesome. too. Yeah. He was like straight up in his. Oh, he was like, in his gear too. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I love Twisted Sister. <laughs> How? Uh, yeah, Twisted. I gotta <laughs> get back into the Twisted Sister. <laughs> like go on my dad's laptop and like there was like a computer big box computer and like watch all of those cool like 80s music videos that's hilarious I'd be like we're not gonna take it like eight years old yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the um and i commend you guys and i'm happy that you i personally um it's a, a lot to no it's it's getting better but um I feel like I've, and maybe it's my like low self-esteem but like uh like it's hard to write with other people is yeah. what I'm trying to say. The oh, first the time the creative was... mesh of like oh this yeah. idea is but like uh, yeah, you know. It is hard, yeah. Yeah, it takes do you a have lot that? of Do you have the between how do you bump into one another in an elegant bumper car way as opposed to like Yeah, it's like, a lot it it takes a lot of trust. Yeah. Mm. Trust. And the like bag. a lot of trust the bag. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. like you're coming, it's a very vulnerable state to be in. And then presenting it to these other people who are maybe not necessarily taking like a critical approach to it, but they're going to, they're going to be a part of it. So you have to present this thing that you've worked on. And it's like a lot of the, a lot of the like themes in our songs, they're very like, they're, they're heavy mm-hmm. and they're like deeply personal. And then to bring that to someone, it takes like a very, a big level of trust. And like, mm-hmm. I've never been, it's never steered me wrong, but no, it's yeah, true. it's like, uh, letting go mm-hmm. and trusting that like they'll yeah. catch you. Sort of yeah. Thing. yeah. And we're, I think we're really good at being honest with each other, uh, in a very sweet and kind way, but we can like just look at the facts and be like, well, this is what I think. And this yeah. one goes, well, this is what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just so much love here that it's it's all coming from such a good place and we're all so invested that we know yeah. it's like, there's not a lot of ego. It's very much like what's best for the band. Yeah, what's best for like the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it depends like who's written the song primarily. Like, we usually let that person kind of take yep. the lead on their yeah, song. They guide, they guide it. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then we like offer suggestions or like build, like I wrote this song called Blooming Bones and I like didn't believe in it. I was like, ah, I don't love it. I like it. And then like Ben put some guitar on there. Nova put banjo on there and slapped some harmonies and it was like alive. And I love that song. Mm-hmm. But it was at first like such a deep i held it close i was like oh i don't know i don't know i don't know mm-hmm. um and it was a real moment of like what are your ideas let's make this together now it's mm-hmm. like it's my song but now it's our song mm-hmm. um so 
yeah but yeah. it's like very organic and very like i don't know we haven't it's not when there are bumps they're they don't hurt no, not yeah. at all. and also just respect mm-hmm. both of them so much as musicians mm-hmm. um that when they offer a new harmony or if they offer like oh let's do this on second capo or something like i'm just full on like yep i agree with you cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's such an important thing and i learned a lot just hearing you guys just and demonstrate the the communication there um yeah i'm thankful for that uh I think that's one of the things like uh, I was I, creating a landing page for for trust the band the the website mm. and because uh, I, I hate definitions mm. of anything as soon as I define it it's like well it's not really that yeah and um, but I've def- defined that trust the band is a container for m- music creation and that me as an artist um, uh, it's so fulfilling to bring someone in but to not have that as a particular set of individuals, but more of a container where I could produce a track with Christian or you guys, and then, um, or anyone, and it, it kind of opens up the definition yep. to be whatever it is. Like this is, it, it is trust the band because I'm trusting these people that I'm creating with, but as, as, for all intents and purposes, it could, end at the ending of that and go somewhere else mm-hmm. with another creative venture so that there isn't that rigid parameter yeah there's no like limitation set out yeah but then to have that as as your thing is kind of frustrating because it's yeah. like it's not a band yeah right yeah <laughs> it's like it's very convenient no, like, like these are parameters. my people yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the drummer this is the ba- you know it's like it's very nice to be like ah that's what it is you're like right. let's go to mcdonald's yeah like, i know what the fuck i'm going to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 um wow cool so what's the uh you've been doing this for a year what's been the experiences in terms of the shows and what type of in reviewing this year what do you think are the highlights for each of you that you're grateful for uh, in terms of performance or like pr- production, music creation, you know, the creation process? Yeah. Mm. Even the fact that I went up on a stage is yeah. big for me Okay. because I used to perform when I was younger and then I really stopped for years, like a really long time. And I struggled a lot with anxiety and just being so nervous to go on stage to the point where I would be like, I would want to hide like no I can't and I just always told myself like I can't do that I can't go on a stage it's terrifying yeah um and so sometimes when I feel discouraged or like I'm not doing enough I remind myself that I get up on a stage like every month mm-hmm. with this band that's actually huge for me so it really is just the little things like being grateful for that um but we went on tour this summer which is super cool mm-hmm. we went yeah. we did an east coast awesome. tour it was so fun yeah that would definitely be a highlight for yeah. me that was like a very bonding moment for us mm-hmm. we were staying in like this really small cabin like kind of at the beginning of, of our inception yeah. and we were like oh my god we're on this little tour in <laughs> nova scotia um so yeah i'd say that's a highlight um for me personally i um so i'm also an actor so i have a lot of experience doing theater i saw that yeah um and i did a lot of like musical theater so i didn't 
have too much trouble singing on stage, but I had a lot of anxiety around playing guitar mm. on stage. Because um, it was just, I'm still like quite new to guitar, and it really gave me a lot of anxiety because I was like, well, I've been mm. singing for years. I like something I know how to do. And then, yeah, I just felt really vulnerable because I was new at this thing. And then people who really knew guitar were watching me. And that was like, a really big thing for me to overcome and just kind of like own where I'm at because I would often get like I'd have these ideas but I couldn't execute them on the guitar and I'd get so frustrated and then I'd, I'd have imposter syndrome and I was like oh well I'm not a, a guitar wizard so mm -hmm. I must not be a musician which yeah. is like so silly Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah I think um, my like I'm just honestly proud of my own personal journey in that yeah. sense of mm -hmm. just like i play guitar i play guitar yeah, and sure you are a guitar player yeah, thank guitar you player. like <laughs> any <laughs> other guitar player and yeah. like just playing it confidently yep. um yep. so yeah that's something that yeah has i think happened. for me the biggest thing is just like the fact that we we're still doing this and we're still very into it and it's only picking up steam mm -hmm. because i've had a lot of bands in the past where there's i don't know four or five people one of them is there sometimes mm -hmm. the other guys like it's hard to get them to even come to a rehearsal and then no one knows how to even book a show mm -hmm. or they don't have their own gear or anything like that um and for this to be such a it's such a gratifying like creative endeavor and for you two to be fully in it with me is mm -hmm. like very i'm very grateful for that yeah i would take it seriously yeah yeah straight up mm -hmm. i love the name too ruby creek <laughs> yeah. like is it, who is that uh, diamond no it's ruby creek it's ruby creek harold i want a clip of you saying that <laughs> yeah. it at the beginning of a song yeah, yeah, yeah okay sure <laughs> yeah hell yeah for one of your promos, yeah. we can do, we'll do, yeah. okay, you can clip this. It'll be like, oh man, okay, here we go. Like, um, I was thinking of diamond, uh, uh, golden, no, it, it's Ruby Creek, it's Ruby Creek, oh, Ruby Creek, F fucking right, Delilah. <laughs> Let's go, yeah. Ooh -ha. oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the intro to Kicking Rocks. Yeah, this isn't your primary demographic. It's just like one voice. That's actually really funny that you're doing like the elderly woman bit because Ruby was my great-grandmother's okay, name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. That's so funny. A lot of people, when they hear our band name, they think of like a red creek. Yeah. Um, which uh, isn't really what I ever thought. Say it like gemstones. A bunch of mm. like rubies in the bottom of a creek. That's cool too. Yeah. I love the imagery that like pops up in people's mm -hmm. minds. Yeah. They get curious about it. Ruby Creek, I fucking love it. <laughs> we also get Ruby Greek sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're like Ruby Greek. Ruby We're like, Greek. what? Yeah. Greek? Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that one has happened enough times that it's like a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, I don't think I'll ever understand that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Better than our first band name. It makes what was it? <laughs> yeah. Dinosaur Emergency. Oh, that is so. <laughs> so when bad. we were Nova and I were busking in yeah. the metro, 
and dinosaur you, what is it dinosaur emergency <laughs> oh. so you know it was it was like a jokey sort of thing sore. but um you know those little like those boards that you can kind of tack the words onto yeah like a little felt board with the plastic letters we had that and we put dinosaur emergency on that and then we played in the metro with that like in the guitar case yeah. but when i when I stopped and looked at it, it looked like we were fundraising for some sort of like dinosaur emergency <laughs> oh, <yeah>. thing. <laughs> like, people would look at it and Support then support the dinosaurs. Like, <laughs> people would look at it and then immediately like avert their gaze. Oh, we're just like making people uncomfortable, to be honest. <laughs> but we didn't even come up with it. It was like this online name generator or whatever. Ruby Creek? No, 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 no the dinosaur, dinosaur emergency. emergency. <laughs> <laughs> we were like rushed. We had to leave, and we're yeah. like, "Oh, we need to find a name." And we were just like, "Damn!" Got it from the internet. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad that what one. What a shitty stick. service. Generate <laughs> 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 a bad name. <laughs> okay. If I was, if we were like a fish style jam band, yeah, I like could see maybe. that. Dinosaur yeah, emergency. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then. What's uh what's next? 2024 into there what do you want to do next? We have um we have some studio stuff coming up. We're going to mm-hmm. record some singles. Um so that's really we we're going to go home for Christmas and then we're going to come back and go to the studio and then um we've been You're doing from Nova S- Scotia? No, New Brunswick. New New Brunswick. Mm-hmm, yeah. That would be cool because you'd be like double Nova. Double Nova. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the queen. Yeah. <laughs> um, New Brunswick. Okay. Yeah, New Brunswick. Yeah. So we've been doing some really cool photo shoots. Um, going to start figuring out what we want to use what photos for, like uh, covers of singles or something. Mm-hmm. Um, start kind of just like mapping out the whole vision, you know, get the, get the aesthetic down pat and pick that stuff out. And then we'll release the singles. Um, and then we have some kind of like some shows that are at venues that are bigger than what we usually play. Like on March 3rd, we have a show at Casa, which is pretty big for us. So mm-hmm. we can release some singles and then start playing some bigger venues. Yeah. We want to also try to do some festivals yeah. this summer. Yeah. Some like folk festivals. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. That's a yeah. game plan. Get out of yes. bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get out of bars. Yeah. Up, release man. music and just play a lot of shows mm-hmm. and get our our branding on point yeah <laughs> <laughs> who's the or i'll ask after uh what do you um, think for you i think for me just like i want to have consistent shows consistent shows. i i am i'm really excited for the recording as well that'll be cool uh, but yeah just playing more consistently making like a branching out making like more of a more of a presence for ourselves mm-hmm. in the broader scene. Mm-hmm. You seem like uh, parallel in terms of uh, your skill sets or um, what am I trying to say? Like, is there someone that operates the most on the business front slash marketing front? Is there someone that activates most in that role? Ben books a lot of the shows. Ben, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, we run the Instagram together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would say like the aesthetic is not really my principal area of like mm-hmm. skill yeah yeah i have a lot of fun with that okay um because i also 
do photography. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really tried to use that um, on the Instagram to like, not not we're not just a band. Like I wanted to just be this like artistic experience. So. Mm. You guys have it. Um, oh, did my mic just cut out when it just happened? Oh, okay, it's just the cord. Um, uh, yeah, that it, you you can't have no aesthetic will help a shitty band, mm-hmm. but even bad aesthetic for mm-hmm. like you guys have such a great uh, sound that it's um, with the right aesthetic that synthesizes what that sound looks like mm-hmm. um thank you yeah yeah that's, that's I, cool to hear you put that mm-hmm. into words yeah yeah, yeah I, i'm i haven't seen it i haven't seen the connection yet between the the visual mm-hmm. what you're talking about but as it progresses that that'll be another interesting dynamic of it mm-hmm. we'll show you some of the pictures yeah. from the shoot we did last weekend yeah, yeah they're for really sure. cool yeah they're really it happy was, with how it turned out yeah it was really intense though the photo shoot <laughs> yeah it was so cold we actually did that at my granny's house yeah, yeah. yeah. Granny. <laughs> <laughs> we're like in Grandma. a field <laughs> i have these really cool dresses i don't even know how to explain them yeah i just call them pilgrim chic pilgrim chic (laughs) yeah Yeah. they have like the the ruffles and it's long and the long sleeves and the buttons that go high up something you would churn butter in exactly yeah (laughs) i I, I get it i'm getting it (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah, we're just frolicking in a field in these dresses (laughs) and actually that day we were supposed to go uh shoot somewhere else but we didn't have the exact location and then it ended up being a bit too far so you're kind of like last minute oh my god where do we go like we have we booked this car and we have this photographer and now the field that we wanted to go to is too far uh and i was like wait a second let me just call my granny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then yeah we just granny. ended up doing yeah, <laughs> doing the shoot at grandma's house granny <laughs> she lives in like granny. um <laughs> in uh um in french it's les estries I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is in English, but essentially it's like farm Farmville. Okay. Um, <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, no, yeah. it was fun, but it was very cold. It was cold, and we were in the middle of the road for yeah. one <laughs> part of it. By. We're like trying to pose for these pictures while like seeing if there's a car coming yeah. around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Risking our lives for the creek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take out this ancient farm dog there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's actually 14 today. It's her birthday. 14 today? Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, birthday. dog. <laughs> what, was, what was her name? Hemi. 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 Yo. <laughs> yeah. Do you have to know how a positive track on Hemi works? It just does. It's <laughs> 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 Joe oh, Dirt man. reference. <laughs> oh, God damn. Um, yo. Yeah. I am figuring out. I just got this book. Uh music business uh, all you need to know about the music business it's written by a a corporate lawyer and and he's got all sorts of like this is a really good book i would give you a copy but this is my only one yeah i um had four and i i I gave them all away and um uh the business side of like it's a totally different hat that you're wearing yeah putting on from the musical uh hat to the and it's i think it's necessary yeah uh, it's baffling to me yeah it's a thing that's always like you're always thinking how do you 
where do you go on the professional business side mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. as the musical side? That whole thing can be quite daunting for me. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to, I just want to sing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. And then to think about that was pretty intense for me. That's good then that you're kind of, t- <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's very, um, it's, it's not like necessarily daunting for me. It's it can be frustrating at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a lot of it is like the venue's not getting back to you, and then by the time they get back to you, the date that you had like talked about is no longer available right it's like if we had just if you just sent me a goddamn email (laughs) two weeks ago this could have been resolved Mm -hmm. right there's always that little fear of you know you want to do music because you're passionate about it and you want it to be this beautiful experience and then for it to be overshadowed by it just feeling like work um obviously we haven't reached that part of being musicians yet because you know we're just like messaging bars it's not a big deal um but you know someday if there's like a lot of work to do and a lot of decisions to make and it really starts feeling like work but i think it's just too important to like remember to tap back into that like oh yeah why why am i doing this yeah and remember yeah yeah, yeah there yeah. is a purpose yeah uh like writing grants and whatnot i write yeah. a lot of grants for theater and then we were talking about like recording an album we were like oh we need to apply for some grants i was like no, <laughs> not again. <laughs> the mountain of <laughs> writing stuff. Yeah. yeah, it is like, it's this weird. How long does it take? Uh, it depends on the grant, but like, I've um, we haven't written one for like I've never written a grant for music, but a grant for theater. I mean, you could do it in like forty-eight hours of like a like a rush job. It really depends on like how far along in your project you are and if you have all the little intricacies that they're asking you like some of them ask for like really detailed budgets and whatnot um so it's a matter of whether or not you have that info Mm -hmm. but it's really interesting going into something as a creator and then learning about the admin side of things and how necessary that is to actually forward the creation forward uh (laughs) <laughs> forward the creation mm-hmm. forward yeah. <laughs> you get what i'm saying so much forward <laughs> um so yeah it's uh because before doing music i had um written a play i like own a small theater company um and it was really it could easily kind of like kill your soul a little bit yeah, when right. you realize um what it takes to uh, essentially the paperwork it takes to put on art mm-hmm. is like kind of a bummer um a little bit yeah but yeah i think we'll have like we already do but um the passion for the thing itself mm-hmm. is so powerful and strong that mm-hmm. it just like yeah. and sharing the load yeah mm-hmm. that's important i'm glad we're three we're yeah. <laughs> yeah that's really yeah. good too mm-hmm. um i think about it personally <coughs> that um i don't i have a like a a sour f- vibe with the government i guess i'm just a paranoid like i just don't trust the government so i'm Word. like yeah. and i don't Word. like bureaucrats and people whose like criteria for success is title and power like yeah. I, mm-hmm. it creeps me out so i'm like th- i go in the opposite direction of how do i get more distribution and people who i can get to come to a show or buy something so trying to do that front end revenue generation as opposed to a grant but that's not to say to compare one as 
uh, good or bad. It's just that I think about it in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's how I ap- approach it. And, but what do I know? Like, even this, like, the Trust the Band podcast is um, I'm writing as a freelancer and producing uh, websites for money and then putting that into music. So it, yeah. I guess it's mm-hmm. like taking from one place and allocating the funds into the similar to having a job right. but the economic balance is like and the paperwork i think that's what i'm trying to avoid too is i get more excited about like can i sell something can i sell uh, a show and mm-hmm. can i raise money that way as opposed yep. to the fucking all those forms yeah and like yeah. i picture that guy like in the harry potter <laughs> With the big nose and like that fucking guy yeah. is there, like I'm not like I will accept whether you're, you know, those, yeah. It's like <laughs> the government seems like all it those is people. The yeah, yeah. yeah. away from that. Yeah, <laughs> but I can see that it totally kills my spirit as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, what would be a dream come true? Like if we we're having this conversation a year from now, and it's year two in Ruby Creek part two year two <laughs> what do you think like looking back over that time if it were to happen uh would make you feel satisfied with your progress what do you do you want to start over left to right or right to left i mean for a year i'm going to be realistic i'm not sure we'll be doing it full time yeah but obviously that would be moving toward that yeah, yeah. that would be really awesome <laughs> to do this full time um yeah but just if we can do some festivals like Mm -hmm. this summer if we could do a little festival tour um and like really getting um some more people to sing to our music because we don't have any songs out yet so even next year just to like see how much more of a following we get from people Mm -hmm. you guys are gonna blow up i i I really think that you guys are gonna get like pull whether it's a year two years if you keep on playing Mm-hmm. you're gonna pull in fans like i'm a, a devout fan of ruby creek mm-hmm. you guys yeah, fucking you. crush it's yeah. it, i think christian y- you too yeah that means a lot christian's in the so background much. christian gordado <laughs> <laughs> that means a lot yeah, thank you for sure um what uh, yeah yeah i a year a year two years yeah i would hope that we have um, made some moves regarding an album like um, I'm stoked to like really to release like a body of work that yeah. has like uh, like a vision like cohesion yeah um, and yeah I'm just really excited to one day uh, release an album because we, we have so many originals <laughs> and I'm just really interested in um, yeah the process and how it's going to unfold and what songs are going to be in there and which ones are we going to write like i just feel like we have so many songs on the horizon i'm so excited to like just grow as musicians and be able to execute the ideas but also like be more bold um, in our writing as well yeah i like that that was such more of a heartfelt answer than mine (laughs) I was like, I want to quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will quit my job at a moment's notice. Someone yeah. looks at me wrong. I've been there for like a year and a couple months. Yeah. And if somebody says one one out-of-pocket thing to me, 
gone. I'm out of there. Yeah. So for sure. I think for me, so a year from now, Ruby Creek has the singles out, working mm-hmm. on an album. Ideally, we have a residency at a, residency. a venue yeah. that oh, okay. isn't just screaming drunk people. Yeah. Because a lot of our music, the stuff that it's we... It's not screaming drunk people music. Yeah. Like, we yeah. have some more, like, up-in-your-face songs, but yeah. a lot of the stuff that we really work on is intricate and... Like, there's a lot of nuance and, like, subtlety in it mm-hmm. that you kind of have to listen to. Mm-hmm. And for, uh, I mean, a lot of the gigs that we can get right now, it's, like, it's bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, and I don't even know if that's possible, having a residency that's not at a bar. But right. something like that. Yeah. It's, like, a regular, a regular gig that, like, people can actually listen to. Mm-hmm. Right. Vegas, yeah. baby. <laughs> next year a residency in vegas, residency in vegas yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna live in vegas yeah. 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 it is just a giant breast implant yeah. <laughs> that fucking place That's man so ruby funny. creek becomes a wedding band <laughs> wedding singers oh my god yeah, yeah just Botox Creek. Oh. It's just, uh, man, have you been to Vegas? Have you guys been to no, Vegas? No, briefly. Jesus, fuck that It was place. terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, um, I'm not sleeping here. I'm going to go to a ghost town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, nothing sleeping. against Vegas. No. It's, it's just its own place. It's, like, it's overstimulating. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah. yeah. It's, like a bit it's of the a byproduct of too much speed. Oh. Right. And you're, yeah. it's like, go there. And you're like, that's what, ha- this is your brain on speed. Yep. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Um, yeah, it, you, you mentioned like not th- to make the comparison, but there's it's a cohesive. Um, I think that all of those intentions aren't countered to one another; they're in alignment. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely hear like f- from m- my perspective of your music, I can hear it in film, I can hear it in net, like the publishing element mm-hmm. of. Um, distribution platforms for and finding out uh who the key people are for i'm gonna loan this to you if you uh, uh if you guys read this book uh i want it back but yeah. you guys should read this book that would probably be a smart move yeah, for us yeah. to <laughs> look into yeah. some of that for sure because there's one of the things that i'm learning is that there is the 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 key understanding that i got is oh there are different players uh, here's how record labels fuck you uh, mm. on the economics yeah. of your band. Um, you know, like they want to capture the magic and then pimp out bands that can make the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it just seems like I don't with the Internet. And if you have like some marketing prowess, then you can probably make as much or more money by doing it indie. Okay. Mm. But then again, if you do have the right distribution deal, it's a matter of like balance at what stage do you sign with a record label and what are their capabilities to like allow you to have that creative pocket mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah there's all sorts of distri- distribution platforms like i hear your stuff in um film uh netflix specials also like you said like it's not really bar music it's more conscious people yeah mm-hmm. you know you want to like be playing to an attentive audience mm-hmm. who are yeah, there yeah. to see you play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and, and 
I always recommend like from a um, so I'm in advertising. I'm in marketing advertising. This is what I do for my paid role, and mm-hmm. I work with like service based businesses. But like number one, I think uh, number one task to start right now is um, collect the name, phone number, and email address of every person that goes to your shows. You can put it in an Excel sh- spreadsheet. Um, like you want the ability that when someone walks in, they put their name, email, phone number, put that in, ex- in an Excel sheet so that you can, on any time you're doing a show, you can reach out to those people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then those people bring people mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that you collect their phone number as yeah. well. Um, that is, I think the most important thing that you can do in any business that so few people actually really uh, do mm-hmm. your database is the most in- you know if you think about it like uh, um, Facebook w- w- Facebook is its own advertising channel they own Instagram or meta meta owns Instagram and Facebook but what do they ask the users for when they sign up Name, right. yeah, name yeah, telephone right. number, right. email address. Yeah, it's okay. the most important data that yeah. you can yeah. have. Huh. Yeah, and yeah, then that is you, great advice. yeah, one hundred percent. Then there's like categories too. So there's like fans, like on your, you have categories. There's people who showed up and have demonstrated an interest in the music as a like they consume the music. Then there's people like. I don't know if I fit in this category yet because my distribution is like, I don't even look at my numbers right now, but um, like media people, you know, so like um, my name, phone number, email address, and then like you want to build the database of like media contacts, mm. um, build the database of promoters, of basically like those line items. How do you categorize people? And I think, like, if you really do that over the course of this year and the years to come, you'll have a real asset that at any time, if you have a creative idea, you can reach out and distribute it uh, in the right way. Mm. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Because this is what, uh, if you think, like, why would someone sign with a record label? (laughs) It's because they've, uh, um, and I'm going to say something that, is probably linear and doesn't have nuance to it but from my perspective it's like they don't think that they have the business acumen to do uh, or have the relationships that the the labels have Mm -hmm. which if um you're being humble sometimes is true yeah and that's why you're signing is you're like i know that i can get this distribution channel within like like how does snoop dogg think about it um he probably like, why did Snoop Dogg buy Death Row? It's because of the list yeah. and the, the rights mm. to the, the music, yeah. but also the contacts, like the database that they have, the distribution networks, the relationships. Anyway, I just went on a riff on, like, the marketing company. Yeah. I hope that's useful. No, it's good for us to think about that. Yeah. Absolutely. So because, like, it really is like we're starting a business. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep, totally. Yeah, and there's – you definitely notice, like, different types of people who like it like you were saying like the different categories of like not categories of people but like sure there are a few people who will come to the shows and they'll say that was the best thing i've ever seen i'm coming to the next one and then they come to the next one Mm -hmm. right and they bring like a few friends Mm -hmm. and that's i don't know like 40 bucks or something totally like as far as tickets go but then they're they're into it 
and then their friends get into it and it's i mean it's 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 not like a lot of people right now but there are definitely like there are definitely people who are super into it yeah they're mm. showing up it's so yeah. nice yeah. to see familiar faces showing up too yeah i appreciate the shit out of that yeah, yeah. Me too. you know you know they're li- it it's kind of it, it's kind of like a self-gratification thing. Like, yeah. you know someone's sure. listening to it. Mm-hmm. I used mm-hmm. to think that that was a bad thing. That, like, oh, no, I'm doing it for... I'm not doing it for any sort of, like, selfish reasons. I'm doing <laughs> yeah. it for some vaguely defined, like, um, humble, whatever. Like, but we're performing for people to listen to us. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's any... I've, <laughs> I've shed the shame that. in that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have this video of... Uh, I'm, I'm at Christmas... And I got a hockey stick, like those little fucking mini sticks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I'm walking to my grandfather and my uncle and my aunt and my mom. And, I, and I'm going, I got a hockey stick. And I just want them to acknowledge my yeah. hockey stick. And I still do that. On Straight stage. up. <laughs> That's, I'm still like, like, does this crowd love me? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Love, I love that. You know, like when you finally accept, you're like, I love attention. That's okay. I don't need to be a fucking shame. It's kind of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, well, <laughs> we're, we're trying to sell yeah. out venues and stuff. Like, I mean, ideally, you're trying to sell as many tickets as you can yeah. so that people will come and not watch you. Like, what? Of course you want them to watch. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've had some really existential moments thinking about that, though, because I've never mm-hmm. really cared much about, like, having attention. Like, I'm very introverted and... But I do have these like blips, like these moments of where I want to share, and then I just like want to go and hide yeah, afterwards. Right. So it really ebbs and flows of like when I have that like energy to share with people, and then I'm really grateful for that moment and that they enjoyed it, and then I just like go and hide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I also just like I now I guess we're just kind of on um, loving like, attention. On <laughs> 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 but even um. Just playing live and having these people um, in the front really paying attention, it feels so nice. Uh, like, I feel obviously hurt, but we're, like, communicating our feelings through these songs. Yeah. And I, it's, for me personally, it's, I feel so vulnerable but it feels amazing that i'm like sharing my feelings with these people and therapeutic yeah and some of this this stuff that we talk about Mm -hmm. in our music i don't i wouldn't talk about in my personal life and then i get up on stage and i sing these like these songs and that's my like vessel for communication Mm -hmm. so it's so nice to have people come um like chicken stock Mm -hmm. uh it's a song that we wrote about uh wanting to be a kid forever and we played at this one show. It was like a backyard show. And everyone was like really attentive. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and this girl came up to me after and she was like, I really related to that song. Like, I feel exactly the same way. You like, she just connected with the lyrics so much. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, I was, I just felt so heard and mm-hmm. seen. And I was like, that's like, that's what, cause yeah, we're doing it for the music, but also to just like, express ourselves and yeah. communicate and it's so nice to have people just picking up on it and yeah. and feeling it yeah, you know it's like recorded music is such a I- as far as the history of music goes it's such a short blip right it was always like a communal thing you had to go somewhere right. and like have mm. someone play the music that's to so you. true and i like that's there's probably something there like there's probably a reason it feels so good mm. it feels awesome it mm-hmm. does <laughs> 
And just connecting with people. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. creating community. Mm -hmm. People are, like, family. And, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Ruby Creek. Yeah. Dinosaur <laughs> savagery. <laughs> <laughs> Dinosaur, dinosaur emergency. Emergency. <laughs> dinosaur savage. <laughs>